Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. Hey y'all, I'm Allison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids Hunters. This is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite bands from Australia. My two favorite podcasts is Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the unfiltered an undiscovered podcast. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to episode 74 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. We are back from the break. Now, Braggy, how are we? Good, Curly. Back from the break. Back from the brink. (laughs) Back from the break. (laughs) Back from the brink. I remembered the last show I said, we'll take two weeks off, and it ended up being close to seven, I think. Oh, well, you know, yeah, yeah, I think life, life gets in the way sometimes. We've both had things going yeah. on. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of those things, aren't mm-hmm. we? So yours has probably been a little bit more exciting than mine, but um, maybe. But we'll have a chat. But just some recent little snippets of news. The Lime Spiders played a massive show last Saturday here in Brisbane at the Cave. Did you go? Um, and apparently... I've just, yeah, Siri's just gone crazy. So, um, yeah, apparently it was huge. And uh, really, Mick was um, stoked with that, how the band went and everything. That's so good. that was good to hear. Um, Mick Madu's been an incredibly busy boy. I think he played in three, three, uh, was it, it might have been three shows in two states in one day. So wow. that's uh, been pretty huge. So he's been... Um, supporting the Sunny Boys with Mick Madu and the, um, the Mesmerizers, and of course Mick and Ursula have been touring with their album that's out. So incredibly busy, and in the coming weeks we're hopeful that Mick and Ursula will come on the show. So yeah, that'd be, be good awesome. to get a return. Jermaine are yeah. back in Australia. They played Big Sound here in Brisbane last week, um, but they're heading back overseas. So they're going to be one of those bands, I think, one of those. Wonderful bands that get acclaim overseas and are missed here in Australia. I just get that sense. So, um, yeah. but um, yeah, so Jermaine have been busy. So much happening on the footy field, of course. Your demons are out. So, oh, we got had we went from favourites, and then in two weeks we're out. <laughs> I, 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 I remember know, it was one depressing. Podcast. After they'd gone ten and zero, and and I remember you saying really clearly, "Who's going to beat them? Who's going to beat them?" No, I couldn't see well, anyone beat them. The Lions did <laughs> twice or once. Yeah, they just so, they just fell so, apart. Come finals time, didn't they? It was terrible. But I still have yeah, someone was, in the comp. Yeah, you've still got the red legs and the mighty red legs. The, big, the grand and final. they're playing. Is, is it Saturday or Sunday? It's Sunday. I'm not going to be there because I've got a gig, which is a bastard, but that's all right. And um, I think... Is it at least in a sports bar? Will the game be on telly? It's... I don't know whether I should watch it or avoid it and watch a replay. Uh, you what won't you be do? able to avoid it, I'd imagine. So maybe watch it? Um, the score will come through somehow, I'd imagine. Anyway, but anyway it's your call. We're not going to know. This, um, when this comes out, we'll know, won't we? Yeah, well, yeah, so because um, we are going to bring the podcast out on a Monday in future. So mm-hmm. 
Um, so while we'll be talking about the weekend games, the reality is by the time the podcast comes out, they've been played one and uh, the winners... <laughs> one of us will be sad. <laughs> one of us will be sad or one of us will be hungover. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh. so I'm going to share just quickly what I've been up to during the break, of course. Um, the the um, two, two big things for me, I, I started a full-time uh, contract with a, with a company in the city and uh, I'm back on the commute, I'm back catching the train, um, working in their uh, learning development department. And, you know, to, to be honest, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's good. I didn't think I would. Um, it's been, to, been your own boss for the last 10 years and all of a sudden having to report to someone. But my boss is pretty cool. He's a muso. So That's good. we have a, a little bit to talk about in relation to music and whatnot. So, and so how that's long uh, is, been the... How long is your commute, Curly? Uh, the train takes an hour to get in. Yep. So, so it's about the same length pod- as a undiscovered and unfiltered podcast. Absolutely. So um, I'll be listening to it on a Monday on the way <laughs> home in the train. So Which is what everybody should do on their out. commute. Yeah, absolutely. Tune into some absolute music. And the interesting thing, I started with them on the 25th of July, I think. And then um, my first week was just three days because I was running the Outback Marathon at at Uluru. Yes. And uh, that was on that weekend. So I had to take two days off on my very first week. And the company was pretty good with that. But the the Outback Marathon completed it this year. Sharon, of course, killed it. She's a legend. Um, and the interesting thing, Braggy, I, I played the unfiltered, undiscovered playlist on Spotify during the run because yes. there's like nine hours of music on that now. So, um, and, I, wow. and I was going to run a bit of a competition with people to, to sort of think, what was that last song that was playing as I crossed the line, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and who was it? The, Do you remember? Back, well... My headphones died about three miles from the finish line. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, listen, I heard the rumour that you were going to do it. I mean, that's a fantastic effort, Curly, to run that thing out there, yeah, you and Sharon. It. But I heard a rumour that you'd got another one coming up that you're training yeah, for. Yeah, we're heading to London, which is uh, another little bit of a challenge. So we've got a couple of episodes that we'll be recording in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. to try and have some um, coverage for the episodes while I'm away. So I'm in London, uh, Amsterdam, going to travel around Ireland. So if anyone's got any tips or places to go see a, a live band or two, nothing flash, just a little local place, put it in wherever you're watching this, let us know, put it in the comments because I'd love to catch a, a band at think... a corner bar in London and potentially Amsterdam. I think that'd be pretty cool. So Yeah, and yeah, I think and one of your London other challenges... Marathon. Curly, when you're over there, would be to get us uh, an interview with. Uh, we haven't done anything from England. No. Um, interestingly enough, um, Braggy, while we're talking about international artists, I've had a couple of bands from LA reach out. So nice. Um, and and one's like a. I'm I'm actually really excited about this one, and it um, they're like a show band that have been playing Vegas. Oh, LA and Vegas for like 25 years. Wow. And I'd love to have a chat with them. It, it, it just sounds like, what, the, they like they be. Do they do their own things or is that, they just cover band? I, I don't know too much about them, but, okay. um, but I'll be having a catch up with them and hopefully we'll be able to. Yeah, that'll sort be fun to talk to. That can win. Yeah, yeah, that'll be great fun to talk to. So, yeah. All right, so that's what I've been up to. So, mate, the big thing is I know what you did during the break. Yes, so you do. What have you been doing? What's been Well, happening? before we left, I think we, we did a couple of little uh, shows, podcasts about the album that I made at Agnes Water. And um, because the winter still drags on here, we thought it'd be a great place, like up North Queensland again, it would be a great place to launch the album. <laughs> so... Uh, we went up to Magnetic Island and there was a big bunch of us that went up there. There was uh, well, all of Rail Motor for one um, yeah. and then all of my band mates from the Blow Up Sweethearts were up there yeah, as yeah. well. And so we also were, brought with us, uh, we, we also came uh, um, the Waxy's band 
the Crooked Halos, which uh, features yeah, the gorgeous the and beautiful Bell. I love that. Yeah, yeah and Bell came as well because she was on the album, as you may recall, and she came and, yeah. and sang with us as well, which was really good. And just a little bit of an exclusive here right at the start of the show that you don't even know, Curly. We actually mm. gave Bellatrix, or her new name is actually Bell Kitty Railmotor. We gave her a contract with Railmotor to, to be on the oh. next album. And it's a big contract. It's actually twice as much as we're paying Rob Stanier. So yeah, and and I know how much you're paying Rob Stanier. Yeah, you've seen the checks, huh? I've seen the checks. Well, Kitty was quite <laughs> happy. Kitty was quite happy to uh, to join the band. So that's exciting. We can't wait. So we've got we're a six piece now. And oh, uh, Wishka. Wishka. Yeah. So, so what's her rail name? Kitty. Kitty Railmotor. Her her middle Kitty name I think Rail-Mater. is. Catherine or something like that. I can't remember how we got to it. There was a lot of big nights there on Maggie Island. <laughs> so are you going to share how much you're, you're paying, Kitty, which is twice as much? I, can't, as I don't want to really share that, no. You not, can't disclose that? I yeah. don't think I should, no. No. Rob does I mean, I didn't disclose work. how much we pay Rob, and you know he's yeah. worth, you know how much he's worth. Yeah, every cent you're paying. He's worth his weight in paper. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so, so Jim, Jimmy Railmater got the contract out and, and wrote it out yeah. and Kitty signed and yeah, she's, so she's in. That's so awesome. the next album, um, we'll have Kitty maybe singing out the front a little bit. Oh, wow. Wishka. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So are you happy with good. the album? I am, you know. I mean, I think there's some really good songs on there. You know, we're not the greatest musicians and it was done in two weeks. So there's a lot of things we could have done better. And there's, yeah. there was a couple of songs that didn't, didn't make it because we, they just, we, we probably should, if we had more time, we would have done them again. Yeah. But I think for an album in two weeks, I, I just, just as far as songs go, I think there's, there's some really good songs, some different yeah, yeah. songs. And I think the the surprise, like the the best on ground, is definitely um, my brother. I think two of the the two songs, main songs that he wrote on there, the uncle song and driving the Bruce, are two of my favourites and two of a lot of people's favourites. Yeah. So, mm. Well, and so there's 14 songs on the album. How did you come up? Because I know you recorded like 18 or something, didn't you? We did 16. Yeah. Um, and we, I don't know, we just, it, this, you get a better quality sound. We're going to make it a vinyl. And so yeah. um, the amount of music you have on there affects the quality of the, of the, sound, the sound quality on the vinyl. You've got too much. I'm not sure Rob, Rob knows the, the science behind it. If you've got too many songs on, on there, it, yeah. the sound quality goes down. So 14 was perfect time length. Yeah. And there was Perfect a couple fit. we weren't kind of happy with, although they, they're t- two good songs, the other two, but we might either bring them out on the next one or just stick them up on Spotify at some mm. point if we feel like it. And it, it's interesting, you talk about recording the album in two weeks and mm. you know we, we know someone who's now into his third year of recording to do an EP and I, I, I think you can go right to the nth degree in trying to get perfection on music mm. or just getting stuff out there that works. And, and I think Rail Motor works. And, you know, from, from my point of view, I, I think the album's got a really good flow. I've got some questions in relation to some of the songs, so we'll go through that in a sec. But what sort of feedback have you been getting from the, from the, um, from the album? It's been pretty good. We've actually, I've made more money from this album in the two weeks or have a month or so it's been out than I have with all the other stuff I've ever put out. So, so, wow. but I, I'm not sure if that's because the album's really, really, really good or if that's just because uh, there's an older age bracket that might be downloading it and paying for the download <laughs> rather than just the Spotify. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. you've got to aim at that market well, where they, you know... So, yeah. no, look, we've had a really well, good response. That, that, Everyone likes it, so. Yeah. 
And for those and, and people, some, that some, are sorry, and some people, some of my muso friends here have said to, said to me that picked out a couple of songs that said they really really like, it. and that that means the most to me because I know they won't. They'll tell me what shit if it's shit or yeah. whatever. They won't blow smoke yeah. up my ass. So yeah, that's that's. I, I think there's a song there for everyone. So you know, my wife's a bit discoing and she's got a favourite, but yeah. some of the songs aren't to her liking, and and we can certainly understand that, but. Um, but uh, there's so much like when I listen to it, Braggy, I I hear so many influences. Um, I, I I hear some stuff where, in my words, you've borrowed some things, and, and oh, yeah, that's that's interesting. So, but it's um, to me, I think the album flows. I think it's good, um, and I'll go through that in a sec because I've sort of made some notes on most of the songs. And um, I, I tend to agree with you in respect of um, uh, your brother's work because you can hear it's the CBT, isn't it? Yeah. That just sometimes just just has this magnetic sound during a song and you and you just know that's the CBT and you can just hear it. So, so I tend yeah, to agree. Yeah, he's got a so. unique style the way he plays it too. Yeah, so. Yeah, look. So what's your favourite song on the album? Um, I think I like I really like Driving the Bruce I like the yeah. whole feel of that song like I said before you know like musically you know there's yeah, there's better songs but just that it's got that eerie swampy vibe to it I just I, I think if any song sounds sounds like like in a you know a unique Rail motor sound. It's that's it's that one. Yeah. So I don't. Okay. You know. I think I think that's a pretty u- unique song. It's got that scary sort of. You've been up to North Queensland. You've driven through the cane fields, on those yeah. shitty roads when it's pouring rain. Yeah. It's kind of spooky. Yeah. And that song gives Doesn't off that spooky feel. Coming out. Yeah. Of the the and it's got and yeah. That and that song's got a little bit of a stretch where there's nothing. That's it. Yeah. So I really yeah. like that one. And I think, and I like Sweet Agnes um, just because it just came out of nowhere, the, that version of it. And I think, yeah. I think that we kept, that was one that just you capture on the day. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of rewrote that one the day before, different, different, like a whole different feel to what it was and it just worked. Yeah. So I think that's a good, there, I'm a sucker a for There's a little bit of, um, in Sweet, Sweet Agnes, I, I can feel the ghosts of Maggie from Blow Up Sweetheart. Hundred so, percent, hey. Yeah. So, and you can you can sense that they're related. So. Yeah, well, know, it's two girls' names, and it's two it's two two places, hey, two locations. Yeah. 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 So. So let's um I, let's go through what? this. So the the album starts off with shunting in the south yard. So. Yeah. Um. I, you I, know what's I, cool about that. One of the guys, the, who, the guy, the, the guy who, yeah, but the guy who played drums in the Blow Up Sweethearts, Gavin O'Brien, he used to work on on the rail motors, uh, right, in in the South Yards in Townsville, and he yeah, used to fix the rail the, the rail motor has got a big grill on the front for when cattle get on the track or something, and when they when they'd come back in, he would have to he was a boiler maker, so he'd have to repair the metal grill if it if it hit anything i didn't find that out till okay. i got on the island yeah because that, that's one of the questions that i've got so you you hear the rail motor the band's called rail motor the album's called rail motor yeah you've got coal shoveler on the album you've got yeah shunning in the south yard so there's these constant references to trains so where did yeah. all that come from like why well we i don't know we we just had a <laughs> Did you? I, I used. I rode on the rail motor. I used to go out to mingle to the Mingler radio, and for people who listen, don't yeah. want a rail motor is it's like a train that's just an engine and a carriage in one, and usually yeah. there's two of them together, one facing one way. So the train will go one way and then it'll go back the other way, like a push me pull you. And, and go. Yeah. I just remember those times going out drinking all the way out to the Mingler radio and then coming back on the rail motor, and people would be freaking falling off the bloody thing and. Uh, and so when when we talked about it, my brother we said that's a great name for a band. And so, I don't know. And so 
you know. Because Rail Motor is also the first song in the Blow Up Sweethearts album. Yeah, but, you know, the blues, there's always a, a train song in the blues songs, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> All the blues have got train songs, so I guess that's where it came from. It's just another yeah. part of North Queensland. Yeah, yeah. So that's got a real bluesy feel to me, um, Shane yes. in the South Yard. So um, number two song, Mangrove Woman, you can really hear the CBT in this one. I, it's just, it's like a, a screaming little child at the... <laughs> just overriding some of the parts of the songs. And Mangrove Woman's yep. a pretty cool song, but you get that CBT feel coming all the way through. Mm-hmm. So, and once again, an interesting song, and it starts off with that little bit of a monologue from yourself and then just kicks in. So, yeah. you know, some of the songs, Braggy, and I don't know if you'll take this as a compliment or, or what, but reminds me, like a song like Mangrove Woman, Cold Shoveler, for example, they remind me of very early Kiss. You know, some of that early stuff that Kiss would put out. Okay. So and and yeah, so oh, I'm happy with that. Because I was trying to sort of say, what is, where is this song coming from, and what what is it? What is it feeling like? And and I couldn't get away from Kiss. And um, and one of the songs <laughs> is actually a little bit like Hush. So I know that. <laughs> um, you know, see, well, anyway, see, that's we all. I listen to all we? that stuff. I don't mind hush. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Look, um, Mangrove Woman is just a Mangrove Woman is just a complete ripoff of Tony Joe's um, Pope Saladani. It's not the same chords or melody, but he he. I don't know if you ever listened to that. He's, he he <laughs> sings a song called Pope Saladani about a girl. He goes to go out and pick this some sort of weed they used to eat in the swamps yeah. and he tells the story at the start so that's all that is is just rip that off <laughs> <laughs> and then we get mama gets lucky or get lucky so yep. walk me through the mama gets lucky song. oh well you pretty much nailed it last time i talked to you you said that just sounds like your place on a saturday night tave <laughs> and it, it pretty much is my wife and i have not had a television now for I don't know, 12 years. So we just play music wow. a lot. And especially on the weekends, we'll play music. So yeah. it's just about drinking wine, yeah. playing music. Yeah. And sometimes the, it leads to like a, what we call a disco lounge party where we just dan- dance around the kitchen or the lounge. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I visualize that so much in It's a Life, but we'll get to that when we get to that. So, driving the Bruce. Let's talk about driving the Bruce. So, I now it's interesting the way you've described it because the way that I sense this song, it's very much um, in my mind that British style of music. And and once again, I was trying to sort of capture a band that I thought, you know, and there's a smidge of Robert Smith in this one, I think. So, and wow, and cute. in honesty, I. I, I picture the lead singer in a fucking trench coat up on stage <laughs> singing that song, you know, like <laughs> okay. a little bit like the the. So it's yeah. just it's. Someone so else says me, Someone else said it was like the yeah. Doors. Yeah, it's it was something that sounds so familiar and so comforting, but hard to define in many ways, but. But you're right, it's a really foreboding sort of a song. It's driving the bush. And <laughs> yeah. even the vocals is like a, a real lower key. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, so I enjoyed song. that song. Let's have a look at Disappointment Drive, mate. And once again, they follow each other in the album. Driving the Bruce, that really dark sort of a trench coat mm-hmm. lead singer style. And then all of a sudden we shift into a little bit of upbeat rockabilly Slicked hair, back styles. You've got the stray cats almost up there with Disappointment Drive. Yeah, that's that's one that was just written on the balcony at the back of Waxy's place, out in the yeah. lab. And uh, yeah. I think that came about because uh, Waxy and I would... I like the first line is, uh, I'm 22 turning 55. So it's just like, how, you know, I don't feel like I'm 55. Yeah. And uh Yeah. Yeah. And such an upbeat song. It's just Yeah, it's an upbeat song with a bit of a dark thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Happy to you, be you, alive. You sort of gets the sense that you can see girls in their big florally skirts and the rockabillies doing their thing to that particular song. So Yeah, I, I never um, would have thought that would have made the album, that song, but it, it came out really good. I yeah, really like it. It came out brilliantly, that one. Yeah, I, I like that one. Uncle song. The uncle song. Yeah, that's a bit of a, a down song, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a, a great song. So that's my brother again, and it's about um, our two uncles. So I come from a very old family. My father was 54 when he conceived me, and my, his father was 48 when he conceived him. So if you do the sums, like my grandfather was born not last century, but the one before, like in 1890-something. So yeah. my dad was the youngest of eight, and so he had his two um, oldest brothers were in World War One. So I, I have uncles that were killed in World War One, which is weird. Most people, when I tell them that, they say, "You mean your granduncles?" I said, "No, they were uncles." So, so they were killed in World War One. That's just my brother, because we a couple of years back we went into the archives and found all their records. The the War Memorial sent them to us, and. Um, it's pretty good. It's like, it's just, uh, you know, when someone's killed, they have to do a report. So it's the report on, from, from different people who knew them, at the, who were with them when they were fighting. But the reports, yeah, yeah there must have been such chaos. The reports are just like, uh, I think he might have got hit by a shell or he was there and then we didn't know where he was after that. And just, and so we just thought, fuck, you know, they're only 19. But so. I really like yeah. my brother's words in that, and I really love the way Rob produced it. He got he got both of us to sing it, um, some parts of it together. So that's yeah, pretty cool. I thought, um, yeah. There, and and, and, good, once and again, a good way to finish just, the last, the first side. Yeah, so that would have been the finish of the first side, okay? Yeah, because yeah. that was one of the questions. But to me, it's got a real, um, and once again, it's just. And and understanding the topic, you know, there, there's that. We've had some great songs around, you know, the horrible topic that of war, mm. you know. But that's got a real Goanna feel to me. That song, like, like a. I won't we were say trying to do Neil Young. Rock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what we were trying that's to interesting. do. Interesting. So, to me, it, it's. It's a classic Australian sort of rock war song for, for yeah. almost. And yeah, a great line just... from, from my brother, old men talk, young men die, which is, yeah. which is just describes war perfectly, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And, uh, and it's just such a, a powerful thing to think about that particular song. So then we kick off into the second side with Cole Shoveler. Once yeah. again, that train reference. But what is a cold shoveler? He's the person who does the hard yards in a relationship or in a band. He's the one who makes it happen, pushes things forward, gets the coal in. So you keep going forward in whatever you're doing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But And uh, a couple of really good lines there. Got a life preserver in the fridge. A life preserver in the pocket. <laughs> and then the wine in the fridge. <laughs> To yeah, get you through. absolutely. The, so. That line is from uh, Waxy's wife, Fiona, if yeah. she's listening. Yeah, that's a great line. She said, I said, how do you cope with him? She said, oh, I've got life preserver in the fridge. No, uh, a coping mechanism in the fridge, she said. So that's I said, that's, that's a song. <laughs> All right, so, which leads us to what is probably, uh, I've got two very clear favourites on, on the album, and the next one, is what I, I term Friday night at Braggy's place because I can just picture it. You know, this is a, a song called "It's a Life." Yep. So let's let's put it on and then we okay. can talk a little bit about it. So let's hope all this continues to work. Okay. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. 
the PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. get in that song <laughs> and i saw you and yvette dancing at agnes water and all i get in your in them in my head in that song <laughs> yeah is you and yvette in your lounge room like that's yeah it. yeah so, 100%, but, that's but, it. and it's such a it's such a beautiful song because as many of our listeners won't know but your wife has had some quite high pressured jobs and roles mm-hmm. and i could just imagine and your um your roles haven't been as pressured and you you're a muser yeah. you you flow with life and yeah. i could just imagine that friday um night experience that comes home and i could just imagine that intention that you have is just to let her ease into the weekend and to me i i think it's just yeah, a beautiful song because i i know both of you so well and i know where well I, where well i think i know where it's come from but now, but one of the things that I, I do pick up on that song, and mm. the first time I heard the chorus with, it's a life, it's the only, and I'm thinking, geez, he's borrowed that from somewhere. 
and um, because it was such a good line. And and it came to me today. Talk talk had yeah. that song. It's my life. Don't you forget it. Oh yeah. And, and I'm thinking that's where it's I've sort of. Oh Don't yeah. And, uh, no, Gwen Stefani covered it, didn't she? I think. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah that's so a great I just song. thought interesting. Great yeah. song, and but, but um, but once again, it's just that influences coming out. For sure, and mate. You know, sometimes you, I write something and I go, I, "That is, I have ripped that from somewhere," and I have to play it to everybody until someone <laughs> figures out what it is. You know. Yeah, but that's such so, a that's a cracker of a song. That one, I, I just uh, love I'm, that song. Yeah, that's good, and it's good, and it is just a life. You, you only get one go at it, Curly A. Yeah, and your life—you only get one go, so you've got to, you know, try and it's do. It's lightweight, but it's also got that, that, that's hidden meaning of how the hell we're going to do it all. You yeah. know, it's so. To to me, it's just yeah, it's a great song. But well, everyone does it in so their own way. Like on, I, I love the way. Sorry, I love the way you and Sharon do it by doing these marathons and traveling the world and and you know doing something you love and, you know. Yeah. Some yeah. people get stuck at it's, home and. I, I actually said to Sharon, and maybe I hope she's not listening to this bit, but I said, we should do a video clip of this. And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, I could have you coming in from work and I could be playing the music really loud and dancing around and I'll go grab a drink and I'll bring it in and then we can finish the video with you falling asleep on the couch. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. And she said, don't you bloody dare. I said, okay, no worries. So it's just our, our little in-joke that sometimes we just get so busy and so tired that life yeah. just overwhelms us. And sometimes we get our best sleep on the couch, as I'm sure there's many listeners that feel the same way. So, All right, let's talk about Up in Queensland. Now, this has got, when I played the album with Browsy, mm. The Big Stew, How'd he said, go? I love that Up in Queensland song. And he okay. said, what's that line? He said, what's that line? Um with the uh, Queensland have got big bats and politicians yeah, yeah. that wear cowboy hats. He said, I love that line. So, yeah, well, I mean, I'm from up there. I love Queensland, but it's kind of a, there's some parts of, there's some parts of the things that happen in Queensland that, that, that I don't like, but it's not Queensland's fault. It's just, you know, yeah, it's the way it is. So I hope it wasn't too, I, I worry that sometimes I might offend someone with some of those lines, but, <laughs> You know, no, but, it's all um, it's all done in again, jest. It's, it's a it's a little bit of a piss take, is the way I took it. It is a piss take, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a piss take. Up in Queensland, yeah. So once again, it's just a, a good little song. I enjoyed it. I, I talking about piss takes. I've listened to Mazowak's um, work that he's done with the Riviera Wave Riders or the band that he plays with in Spain. Mm. And he's got a song there called The Lead Singer Syndrome. And he's classic, classic for taking the piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so if there's ever a song to take the piss, listen to Mazowak's music, his latest yeah. stuff, because it is so good. Lead singer syndrome. So um I love it. So which brings me to my next favorite song on the album, and you've alluded to this one before, so let's play it. And then uh, we can talk about it. So, well, I'm headed up north to the tropical Capricorn. The pretty little bay where my mother and father were born. The people up there are as friendly as the day is long. I've come to realize the place that I belong Every day there's a way Ocean is my best friend I'm never in need of a place to lay my head There's music every night Love with you There's no one 
You're listening to Braggy and Curly on the Unfiltered and Undiscovered Podcast. Beautiful song. That's a Sunday session song if ever yeah. I've heard one. <laughs> I'm thinking about writing a Sunday session album. <laughs> like the whole album. And just call it Rail yeah, Motor Sun, Sunday. Or maybe we call it Curly Sunday Session. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, we're thinking about doing the whole next album just acoustic. Uh, the harmonies on that is, that's nice. The harmonies yeah. on that is nice. And, well, that's uh, Waxy, Waxy that, and Bell. Yeah. 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 And um, when I played it for Taylor, and uh, that little bit of gravel that comes out in your voice after hearing the high notes. Oh, yeah. She said, Listen to Dave go. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm glad she likes it. It's good that the young people like it too. Yeah. That one's, yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot of people's favorite. It's yeah, a sweet, sweet song. Sweet Agnes, beautiful song. And, and once again, if there's um, people at the campground, you could just hear that song on a, you know, I love the, the fact you talked about Cody's. And yeah. um, you could just see at the caravan park at Agnes Water that becoming a bit of a Friday afternoon so. or a Friday <laughs> evening or a school holiday five o'clock session song, you know. Sweet Agnes. You know, when I was up there, I was pointed and I... I kind, I kind of half figured it, but it was Waxy that turned me on to it, that a lot of people go to Agnes Water t- to heal from something, whether it's yeah. some sort of mental trauma or physical trauma. There's a lot of people there that are healing themselves from something. So it's kind of inspired by that, you know. You saved my life. Yeah. Agnes, you saved my life, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. Hmm. I, I, I've got so many friends that just uh, can't go a year without visiting Agnes Water, so... Yeah. It's that sort of a place you replenish, you recharge, and yeah, that's it. You know, there's enough to do, but there's not a lot, not enough to do. If you know what I mean, there's you just um, you, you play it for what it what it's there, and you acknowledge yeah. and appreciate what it brings. And it's a slower know, pace, isn't song. it? Yeah, mm. it's, it's a different pace. But um, now you, the next song, Pop Coleman. Yes. Tell me about that, the influences in this. That's about my pop who um, moved over to Magnetic Island in about freaking 1929 or 1930 something maybe. I could be getting that wrong. Yeah. And there was nothing on Magnetic Island then. And he built a house over there and he built a boat and they used to go out sailing. They just lived the life of... How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day... Your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. 
Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Like it, like it was paradise, because he came all the way out from England and ended up there. I mean, he went to a couple other parts of Australia, but ended up there and he built this house. And I remember going over there as a little kid and they had birds, like you'd have black cockatoos um, would come down and and all, so, all sorts of menagerie and they were just, mate, they just lived, it was like paradise for them. They'd go swimming and and I just remember him used to sit, he used to drink sherry, that McWilliams sweet sherry. And he'd just sit in this old camp chair and all his family, the, the, his wife and the daughters, they were all, you know, just look look after him, you know. And enjoying the sharing. Yeah, the life. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Because my, my wife's family, when they, they moved to Townsville after immigrating from England, mm. so yours is on Magnetic Island and then my, yeah. um, my father-in-law and... And Mavis set up camp right at the other end, as far as as away as you can in Townsville in that Upper Ross area. So yeah, um, yeah, each paradise is different for everyone, isn't it? So, yeah, it's right. Yeah, well, he he was a big nat- nat- naturalist sort of thing. He loved all the animals, and he collected butterflies in England. And when he came to Australia, when he went to Magnetic Island, he collected all these butterflies. I've actually got an old frame in the down in the shed. You might have seen it in the old podcast. You'd see it behind me. Did yeah. I have it behind? can't remember. Anyway, he, he discovered it there, and there's a line in the song. He discovered that there was more butterflies, different variations of butterflies on Maggie Island than there was in the whole yeah. of England. Wow. So, wow. Hmm. What about the musical influences? What influences? Of that song? that song? I don't know. It's just a ditty, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that came to me. It's just a little... Yeah. What do you think it sounds like? Be-ba-ba-loo-ba, what is it? Yeah, it's it's yeah. All that all yeah, our stuff very... is rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I love it. But and but once again, it's got that familiarity around it, and it's taken me. I mean, three weeks or however long the album's been out to sort of say, where's that song come from? Where where am I hearing yeah. that song from? Oh, it's good. Yeah, but, you'll um, hear you'll you'll hear other ones as well, mate. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And, um, but I mean, you're doing all songs. So, and then we move into Sydney song. Now I still quite haven't got this one. So that's, um, the Marcus. Yeah. Um, who is is my nephew, uh, nephew living in Sydney and just, he would go on these big walks around Sydney Harbor. So it's all just little things about Sydney. So, um, you know, take, you take the 479 down to Manly or um, and there's a thing about the sub there and there's a, a lot of stuff about the first Australians, you know, yeah. dreams dreams born under grey ghost gums. It's all little little bits. If you go down around that rocks area in Sydney, it's a lot of history and he would do these big walks and so it's just a compilation of songs, words and phrases put together about Sydney. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 all, it's, it's that's all his words, song. yeah. Yeah, because, I think we're trying to do like a midnight oily thing or something, you know. Yeah, lyrically, I, it was um, the contrast in lyrics was what mm. keeps you alert in that song because you are talking about First Nations and then you're talking about Central Station and then, you know, so it is quite um, a riveting song, a compelling song, I, I guess to to tune into. And one interesting thing, Curly, about that song, I don't know if you picked it up, is that. When we started doing it, it had that kind of a disc, got that disco beat. Yeah. It's got like, like like the disco beat on the on the offbeat, the open hi hat. And one of the guys that owned the studio, what late one night said, oh, it's got that beat, sounds like succotash, succotash. And so if you listen closely at the start of that song and in the, in the bits in between, I'm saying succotash. Along oh. with the drums, I don't know if you picked that up. No, I haven't. Okay, I will, you, you'll hear it at the start. If you listen to it at the start, yeah. 
Yeah, you'll hear it as the drums come in with the hi hats. You'll hear me yelling, Suckatash, Suckatash, Suckatash. So, and now we're on to the last song on the album. This is The Chant of Jimmy Railmotor. Now, yes. walk me through this one. This is a song for all the people in the world who, uh, all the minorities in the world who are getting beat up on by someone and they, no matter what people do to you, the one thing they can't do to you is take your soul, take your, your ideas yeah. away from you. Like Nelson Mandela, like all those people, like Gandhi, like the poor bloody Ukrainians at the moment, or like you know, any, 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 any minority who's getting beaten up, you know? That's, that's just a protest yeah. song, and that's why at the end of it, we started talk, saying protest singers. Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. our protest song. Nina Simone, you get The yeah. Clash, Greasy yeah. gets a mention. Yeah, yeah. so. Anyone is... Yeah. And, and once again, it. like, a, a riveting song because it starts almost, like, it starts in a guise of the, of the chant. So yeah, you know it's it's vocals. You've got vocals coming back. You got it's it's. Um, We've got a choir in there. Yeah, the witches, it, it, the witches it is choir. A choir, and then it sort of kicks into reggae. Um, reggae, yeah, it sort of kicks into this reggae style <laughs> yeah. of beat. So yeah, that came out of nowhere. That my, that was my brother just started playing reggae at the end of it. We're like, okay, let's follow that. <laughs> yeah, that works. Kind of, so, but but it yeah. works and. And, and once again, you you've got um, Isabel in the yeah Bell's Bell actually plays the cahoon in that, so like well, plays yeah. nearly all the percussion in that song. Yeah, so, yeah, and she she sings now, some songs. Now, interesting. I'm going to share something with you because I'd I'd heard that song many times since the album's come out, and it wasn't until I was listening to it with my headphones on that I could clearly pick up the female vocals in the in the in the chant. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a there is a big group of of girls. Um, we we call them the witches. Um, in in the um, in the main chorus, they they all came in and yeah. and sung sung the you know the sing back to us and 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 some guys as well. And then yeah. Rob did his magic on it by making us all do it about five times each, and then it came out like a like a choir. Yeah, it, it, it's magic. And, yeah. and a big shout-out to Rob Stanier. He's done a couple of things for the podcast as well. Once again, we paid him those big dollars. and Absolute um, freaking legend, done, that boy. He is. And uh, a big shout-out to Robbie Stanier. And and um, when this uh, when you're listening to this, you'll hear some of the work that he's done for the podcast. So um, please check him out. Um, absolute legend. He's done a, a great job with the Rail Motor album. And um, he's got a really good, interesting... A business idea that um, you know many businesses would sorry many bands would actually appreciate. It's like a mobile recording um, process. So yeah, um, if that sounds in, we'll get him on one of these days in the hopefully before the end of the year, so we can talk through that because I think there's a lot of merit in that. You know, the the way you guys did recording at Agnes Water and produced a quality thing with it and yeah. uh with rob's expertise I, I think there's a real option for bands to be able to um look at maybe yeah so if, you, if you're a band it. listening in and you can't afford to pay the big big dollars for a studio or if you if you just don't want to record a studio if you want to go somewhere like we do that's really relaxing and nice and make a holiday of it and and trying to get off some sort of vibe on the whole album. If you want to go somewhere, if you can find a room that's a decent sound, Rob, for the right money, Rob will come to you with with all the stuff you need and 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 make an album for you. And he's yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So so congrats on the album. Um, Thank you. You've been a busy boy in the last six or seven weeks, playing gigs all over the, the country and. Uh, <laughs> It's good to hear the album's been very well received, my friend. So really, um, well, thank you really for your support for too, you. Curly. Uh, so it's uh, I, I just get to listen, and yeah. um, but <laughs> and uh, maybe offline we'll talk about what I what I would have potentially added to Chant of Jimmy my Rail Motor. Cool. Sharon keeps saying, "What would you do that for?" And I, I keep saying, "Because I think it's good. Because I I sing little snippets on top of the song." 
Awesome. So I said they should have had me in the studio. I could have thrown that in. And, but Mate, anyway, if, not. if we're going to do a Sunday session album, we might need to get you there somehow. <laughs> I'll have to be there. Put something so, in there. And what so, have we got coming up in the future, Curly? Yeah. What have we got yeah. coming up in the future? So what's happening? Yeah. Well, in the coming week. So as I said, the podcast, we're going to aim to get it out on a Friday at five o'clock. Sorry, on a Monday, Monday. at five o'clock. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, now I'm back in the nine to five. It's... It's uh, it's a weekend love job for me to put it all together. But um, by the time you're coming home, if you're on a commute, you'll be able to listen to it on a Monday. And and I figured, what else happens on a Monday night? So you may yeah. as well you may as well be listening to the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. But in the coming weeks, we will have a band from Sydney called Fuel to Fire, and um, they they reached out. They've got some new songs now available on Spotify. And can I tell you, they have got a song called Balls to the Wall that if you played it, people would say that's Akadaka. It is that good. It, even the, the title the vocals, sounds like it's Akadaka. <laughs> Balls that's to a, the Wall. It's so a great title. It is a, it, it's uh, a really good song. So Fuel to Fire will be coming up. Hopefully that'll be our next episode. Cool. Um, after that, we've got our good friend Peter Ross coming back. We're talking all things Pocket Watch. So we've talked about Pocket Watch. There. Yes. The, the Young Fellas Band, and I've been yep. looking at some of their stuff, and they do a great version of New Race by Radio Birdman. So, yes. so you can imagine the style of music that we're going to be talking about. This so in gonna, the coming weeks, we'll have that. Um, in Fingers in the Fire, hopefully we'll have uh, Mick and uh, Ursula coming on the show sometime before Christmas. I am going to mention this because I've got to stay true to this. We are looking to get Dave Graney, the coolest guy in Australian music, on the podcast. Um, he, he toured just recently around Australia, which sort of stopped our schedule with him a little bit, but we are hopeful that we can have a chat to um, Dave Graney. So we've got a couple of things. We've got Ruination from Harvey Bay. They're still in the works, but they're all fly-out, fly-in, fly fly-out guys as well. So... It's That's challenging right. to get them all in the room together, but um, that'll be happening. So we've got a bit happening in the, in the coming weeks. I head off to London on September 28, I think. So as I said, if there's any places I should go see a, a cool little band. I did um, forget to mention I saw Ag- uh, Eliza and the Delusionals up here in Brisbane just recently. Yep, and good. In a bigger place, we're at the zoo, I think, is the, the place. Mm-hmm. Um, they were awesome. They were really, really good. And you can just see the mature, the, the stagecraft of that particular band. The stage was bigger. Um, Tex, I'm going to give you a, a bit of a wrap here because I thought your stagecraft was really positive And there was less, in my mind, of that social media posturing than maybe... I was a bit critical of it was just music and it was just awesome and they were just really really good i still think eliza needs some real help with her vocals in respect of support um but by the same token they're just about to do a east coast to coast tour of the usa so who am i to be telling them what to do so um but that was an amazing thing check us out everyone we're now on instagram we're on tiktok we're on facebook and of course we're on youtube Hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, share it with other people that will enjoy it. And until next week, Braggy, good luck to the Red Legs. Hopefully they um, they win their grand final. They re- win their big dance. And by the time this uh, podcast comes out, you, we will have known whether they've won or they've lost. So awesome. I might thanks be still everyone drunk for next week in. if they win. <laughs> <laughs> We shall see you all again next week. Bye for now. Bye, guys. Hey, y'all. I'm Allison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids Hunters. This is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite bands from Australia. My two favorite podcasts is Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the unfiltered an undiscovered podcast.
powerful as Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.